0: Welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited that you're here. We're talking today about how to trust yourself as an author. You know, quite honestly, if you can trust yourself as an author, you can pretty much trust yourself in your entire life if you can really surrender to trusting yourself through this journey of becoming and being and living as a transformational author. And I'm so excited because I have a guest on today that. I think I've known now for close to 20 years. My guest, Mabel Katz, used to be a member of my network for empowering women entrepreneurs uh, back in Los Angeles. I founded that organization in 2000, and she was actually one of the contributing authors to the very first book that I ever published with my name on it. That was my inspiration to realization series. Mabel was one of the first authors and the very first book that started me on this journey way back, uh, well, we started writing that book in 2003, it came out in 2004. So I have known Mabel for a while and she's got a lot to share with you about trusting yourself as an author. But before I bring her on and start asking her questions and engage in our conversation for today, I will officially Introduce you to Mavel. Mabel Katz is an internationally acclaimed speaker, author, and seminar leader who's recognized as a leading authority on Ho'oponopono, an ancient Hawaiian art and practice for achieving greater clarity of purpose and living and working more effectively. She's crafted a series of keynotes, talks, and seminars for corporations, businesses, and individuals, including seminars for children that apply the practices of Ho'oponopono to bring companies closer to their full potential and give people an edge at work and in all areas of life. Now, based on using forgiveness and gratitude, her presentations focus on practical ways for reaching what she calls zero frequency, a state where we are free of restrictive memories and limiting self-talk. From the clarity of zero, outstanding solutions become apparent and excellent choices can be made. And of course, all of that has something to do with what we're talking about today with trusting yourself as an author. So welcome, Mabel. It's so great to talk to you after knowing you for so many years. Yes, Christine, it's been a long way, yes? (laughs) It sure has. It sure has.
1: Amazing.
0: Yes. And the first question that I love asking all of my guests is, how did you come into authorship? Like, what was your journey to becoming a published author? You had a book that like just came out, I think, right before our anthology came out um, together. So how did you come into authorship? Let me tell you, I woke up one day. I don't know if you remember, I used to be a tax accountant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do. I remember that part of your life. Yep. Exactly. So I was a tax accountant. And one day I woke up, I started my search for happiness because I realized I was looking for happiness in the wrong places. And one day I said, I have to write a book. I have to write a book. I have so much to share. I want to share with people. And I remember that I would get up at 3, 4 in the morning and would start writing. And then maybe I would leave it for a month, you know, and do nothing. And suddenly again, you know, 3, 4 in the morning, getting up and, and writing. And I have to tell you that when I wrote my very first book, uh, I had a Hawaiian teacher that taught me about Ho'oponopono, what I teach. And one day, as a joke, I told him I started writing my book and he said, oh, wonderful. And as a joke, I said, I wrote the table of content and he looked at me and he said, that's the way you start writing books by the table of content. <laughs> and I look at him and I really laughed because I said, how would I know that you had to start with the table of content? Yes, but basically, you know, it was, oh, I want to tell him about love and I want to tell him about money. And I want to tell them about faith, you know, so that's how I started. And it was really from my heart because I didn't have any Mm -hmm. experience whatsoever, you know, to
0: call myself an author. Pretty amazing journey. You know, it's interesting because I often say that you don't need to be a writer to be an author. You just need to be someone like you who has a message. Like you, you said, you know, there's so much that I want to share. You know, you got to woke up one day and realize I have something inside of me to give. And I want to give it through words. I want to give it through book. I want to give it that form to really impact other people's lives. So for any of you listening here, like, but I'm not a writer. You do not need to be a writer. I have to tell you a story. One year I
1: been going to Croatia for every year, many five, six years or more. And, um, And there was one new book of mine, my Reflections on Ho'oponopono, that came up. And my organizer said, you know, I spoke to the publisher, but he says there is not enough time to publish your book by the time you're going to be here. And she asked me permission to publish it herself. And I said, yeah, go ahead. So I get to Zagreb in Croatia, and I kind of go directly from the airport to give this conference where we are presenting the book. This is the first time that I see my book written, you know, in Croatian. And it's beautiful. You know, it really looks like published book, you know, by the best publisher. And as I'm talking to people, I said, you know how interesting this is? I said, see the book? The book is beautiful. It was very well done publisher, the professional person said that there is not enough time, it cannot be done I said, look at the work she did yes, I mean because it's beautiful and I said, and the most important thing here for you to grab is she's not a publisher and I'm not an author <laughs> I'm not a writer So <laughs> well, I think that everything that you do from your heart, when you believe in yourself, it can be done and you know, everybody tells me how easy my books are. They are an easy read because I, you know, really from my heart. So it's easy for people to read them. Sometimes, you know, you are a professional writer and people cannot understand it or they need a dictionary yeah. next to the book, you know, to see what you are yeah. trying to say.
0: It's so important that people understand that these books. You know, they really are here to impact and transform lives. But it takes a lot of courage, right? Because what we're talking about today is how to trust yourself as an author. Because a lot of people, most people actually, have an idea for a book. They could feel like, oh, I've got this book inside of me. But most people don't ever do anything with it because they lack the confidence, they've got the negative self talk. You know, they're listening to what other people say about, oh, you can't do that, or who are you? Or, you know, they have these own thoughts kind of rolling around in their own mind. My book has already been written, but by somebody else. You know, there's all these things going on that has the vast, 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 even with the number of books being published today, the vast majority of people who have an idea for a book, never do it. Yeah. Or they say, they think it's
1: very difficult. Yes. And and right now with all the tools and people like you that help self-published authors and, you know, it's so much easier. Everything is there. I mean, if you want to, yes, if you say you can't, you can't, (laughs) you know. But if you say you can or you really want it, you you can do it. You can really do it. And again, it's about coming from your heart and and sharing with people because people feel that. They can, yeah.
0: So like, what are some of the first steps or first words of wisdom you would have for someone who has this book inside and is kind of hemming and hawing, you know, like go forward, go back. Oh, I can do this. I can't do this. What words of wisdom do you have for them around trusting themselves as an author? Like, what do you feel are some of the most important things someone needs to do to really have that experience of trusting themselves through this process? Well, it's all about
1: taking the first step. And like you said, kind of stopping that self-talk that you have, you know, what people are going to say or who am I, yes, to, to write a book or things like that. So I think the most important for me was the journey that I was on already of working on myself, on trusting myself, loving myself, appreciating or accepting even myself just the way I was. The other thing is, You don't need to be perfect. That's the thing, yes? So your book is going to be yourself. You don't have to Mm -hmm. compare yourself to others. It comes a lot from the ego, yes? Oh, I'm never going to write something so good like this, yes? No, because you're going to write your own, (laughs) you know? So I did a lot of work on myself, of trusting myself. So it's not like I don't have the negative self-talk anymore. But you have to be conscious enough that when you realize that you are doing that to yourself, you stop it. Because the only one that can do it is you. So in that moment, you can even say to your negative self-talk and say, thank you, but I'm busy. And you keep going. (laughs) Thank you, you, but I'm busy. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, but I'm busy. I got things to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's more important things to do. So the self-talk is going to be there. You have to realize it's going to be there forever. But the thing is, if you are going to give it the control or not. So in that moment, really, you have to let go or say, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not buying, you know, don't buy into that thing and keep going. Also, the other thing that stops people and say, oh, my goodness, I have to sit down to write, and I don't know what to write." I think that Inspiration comes at times that you never expected, yes? So you have to, for example, I tell people, hey, uh, go always with a recorder, you know, a digital recorder or whatever. And then, you know, when ideas comes or something, you are just recording it. There are people that helps you. There are people that transcribe. There are people that translate. There are people that edits. You know, so don't think that you have to do it all. I mean, I started always editors you know, I would write my heart out, but, you know, then I got to give it to an editor. Yes. It's teamwork. A book Uh is also teamwork. Finding the right people to help you. It's not like you have to do it all, but you have the idea. You you know what you want to say. And that's the most important thing. Again, that you feel worth it of sharing. You know, your experience, sharing your knowledge, sharing your heart or what you have to to tell to people. I mean, if you are helping people, you cannot fail. Coming from helping people, from giving something to them that it will be of value, that it might change lives. You know, Christine, that my first book, when people would tell me your book changed my life, you know, I would laugh. Because I said, how could my book change lives? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it myself. See, so you never know how many lives you are going to touch. That sometimes you will never know. So in your heart, you have to be sure that you have something, you know, especially if you come from experience, from something that you want to share with people that you learn, that it help you. So be, be, believe me, it can help others. It-
0: yeah, so true. And that's why people do that. I think that that's what really gets people over the hump sometimes is actually getting to the point where they realize that it's not about them. Mm. It really, true is about serving others, yeah. you know, helping those people. Like I was listening to Les Brown not all that long ago. He was speaking at a virtual event that I was at and he was talking about like, you know where the wealthiest place on the planet is And you know, people were typing in the chat like all sorts, you know, all these different countries and things. And he's like, No, it's actually the graveyards because of all of the ideas that people took with them that they didn't share. And I think the authors that isn't that sad, but it's like true. Think of like so many people don't ever develop the trust in themselves enough. To move forward and bring their gifts to the world. And, you know, here we're talking specifically about doing this through authorship, but you also spoke about the importance of trusting your team. So there's the part of like, you got to trust yourself to write the book, but then you also have to trust yourself that there's going to be people there to support you and to help you and to guide you and to trust that you can make the right choice to pull the right team of people around you. So there's a lot of, lot of layers of trusting yourself as an author for sure. So uh, in the introduction, I talked a little bit about your book, Zero Frequency, the easiest way to Peace, happiness and abundance. And are there some principles from the Zero Frequency book and just, you know, the whole philosophy of Ho'oponopono and the practice of Ho'oponopono that could be applied over on this side of, you know, the fence with people who are learning to trust themselves as an, as an author.
1: Well, one of the things that uh, we do in co is working with our inner child, uh, we say that the inner child is our subconscious mind where all the memories are accumulated, uh, that they are talking to you, you know, because you are aware of, you know, a little part of it. Yes. Of what your thinking is. So you can always talk to your inner child and say hey we can do it you know we are going to do it together um we are going to change lives yes we are going to share our experiences and things like that and and actually you will feel more excited about all this i have to tell you something zero frequency was a book that i was trying to write for 10 years I Was trying to write zero frequency since uh 2010, mm. uh, because that's when I started doing trainings about zero frequency around the world. And um, after I published it, and after, you know, I was actually at the recording studio doing the audiobook, that I realized that this book, for the times that we are living right now, it wasn't from before, before, you know how the timing, yes, it's God's timing, it's not yours so i was kind of hiding all these years and going through different people and not not working you know so many editors and i mean it was mm. a nightmare with this book i didn't realize till the end so the other thing is to be patient that is very important now zero frequency it's based on Ho'oponopono. is the only thing i practice this is my path but zero-frequency gives you a lot of ideas when you are stuck, when you have this negative self-talk, yes? Like, you know, getting up and dancing or go and hug a tree, go for a walk. A lot of things, breathe, yes? Relax, because when we have a problem or when we are stuck, the worst thing we can do is think or worry and that's what the first thing we do yes
0: right so, i was gonna say that's the first thing like if someone you know they exactly. they're writing their book and they hit a point they're kind of stuck exactly. and it's like then they get all worried that they're stuck instead of relaxing into just saying okay you know just, like, breathe. just exactly, breathe
1: exactly exactly yeah. you know the most important thing for a book is to come from inspiration not your intellect you don't want to share your intellect you want to share your heart you want to share your soul and that is really from inspiration so you have to allow for the inspiration to come and yes there are times that nothing comes (laughs) you know or I don't know you Christine but there are some times that I feel is there I can feel it is there and I just need to sit down because it's there And sometimes it's like, I don't even feel like sitting. (laughs) Right. Because I know there is nothing
0: there. So what do you suggest people do when they're in that point? Because that's a really good point. And I coach people on this all the the time, but I'm curious to hear your take on it is, you know, they're writing, they're writing, then they hit something. They feel like a little stuck. Maybe the flow isn't quite what it was. And all of a sudden they're like, there's, you know, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with me. I can't write this book. And like just this little you know, a place that just feels a little bit more difficult. Maybe it's not flowing as much as well as the other places are in the book. And like, now they've turned it into this mountain of a city, yes. like, I can't do this. I'm never going to do this. I'm not good enough. And they go down this road instead of, you know, just softening into it. So like in that moment, yeah. What do you suggest someone do in that moment? Yeah. In, in,
1: the, in that moment, you just have to let go. And you said this is not the time. When the right time comes, I will proceed. You know, I will continue. And like I said, you can always go with a pen and pencil with you because ideas might show up in places or or times that you weren't expecting them. Yes. So you have to allow the inspiration. It's not your servant. You know. Okay. Now, so you have to go with the flow. You have to learn to go with the flow. And there are times that maybe you are not ready. Maybe there is information or an experience you have to go through in order to continue. So if you trust the universe, really, because I mean it mm-hmm. is opening up to a more intelligent mind than yours, yes, that wants to come through through you. It just go with the flow. Because there are times that really you are stuck and you don't know, and, and and there are times that you just flow and maybe you do 10 chapters in a day, you know, when One day you couldn't even do half. So you have to go with the flow. You have to accept that the universe works in in different ways. And it's not about, okay, I want it now, (laughs) you know? Like I said, my zero frequency book was a very good example of that. Me pushing it, pushing it. No, I have to write this book, pushing it, pushing it. And then I would get upset at God. Yeah. And, and I say, ah, oh, you don't want me to write this book. Okay, I will not write it. <laughs> you know, because of the traveling and so much going on. And but then I realized, hey, this was a book for 2020. This book had a day, a specific date
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is true. There is a lot of trust. You know, of course, we've got the topic today is, you know, how to trust yourself as an author. But I think that so much of it too is one of the ways to trust yourself is to trust the process, to trust the unfolding, to trust that beyond you is some greater plan that you are a part of. And when you can surrender into that and relax into that, and like you said, and let go into that larger plan. Then I think that is what helps the writing get easier. And so often, when someone gets stuck, instead of saying, Okay, I guess I'm just supposed to take a break right now, or whatever, I need to just breathe for a moment and go do something else and then come back to this. Instead, We go, and I'm speaking because I do this myself sometimes, we go at it harder and harder and harder and we try to push it more and more and more when really we do just need to like get up and go outside and look at the birds or smell the flowers or take a walk or, you know, like you said, dance, put on some music and dance, just change the energy and then you'll get back and chances are you'll have more clarity, but it takes a lot of trust to step away. This
1: definitely helps you in your personal life too, because we do that every day with everything, you know, that doesn't work. You mentioned before Les Brown, and there is something that he said that I heard once, failure is your vitamin, you know, and he says, I take it every day. You cannot call failure, you know, if you Learn something from it. (laughs) Yes, It's it's never a failure. It's part of the past. It's one step, Hmm. you know, closer to the success of whatever you want to do in life. But you don't have to be afraid of making mistakes, for example, or being stuck or not knowing. I mean, we don't have to be perfect. That's the pressure that we put on ourselves. You just have to be childlike. You have to become a child again. Pour your heart out, you know, and be yourself. Just be yourself.
0: Yeah, it is so, so, so true. I hope you all listening are kind of taking a deep breath and taking this in and just maybe feeling even your body, your brain, you know, loosen up a little bit as you hear bell talking about the importance of letting go, not pushing it. Trusting the process is part of how you trust yourself as an author. So thank you. The other thing I wanted to talk about, this is another, you know, and then we'll wrap up here in just a few moments. But I know that one of the things that I see authors kind of get caught up in is sometimes they find themselves living in the past. Like literally that English paper in ninth grade where they were all, you know, red marked up, and their mm. teacher, you know, set on there, like, You know, you should never be a writer because you can't write or what the stupid things, right? That people do that leave an imprint on us. So sometimes my authors and authors in general, some of you listening, like you're kind of writing, but part of you is in the past with some experiences that maybe haven't worked out so great. And others of you are writing, you know, thinking about the future. Unfortunately, sometimes we've got people who write and they're thinking about the future and what might go wrong in the future. So any particular tips or wisdom you've got for people who might not be trusting themselves because they're either hanging out in the past or hanging out in the future?
1: Yes, that's so important. You have to be present when you write, (laughs) definitely. One of the things that you can use is light switch. For example, you can, in that moment, you can just turn on the light. You have to know that you are in the dark, being in the future or in the past, you are in the dark. So in order to bring yourself back to present, you can just repeat mentally, light switch, light switch, light switch. So you're turning on the light. You're turning on the light for you. You You're turning on the light for everybody. The light doesn't discriminate and the light will go when it's needed. So it could be in, in your mind because you are stuck you know, with some thoughts. Or, but when you said that also, Christine, you know what I thought? I thought of cases like Walt Disney that was fired because of lack of creativity. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hard to imagine, huh? Okay. It's so much of what you believe It's not what people tell you. You have to start believing in yourself. You have to know your value. You have to know you're worth it. You have to appreciate yourself. What you think of yourself is important, not what other people think of you. So you have to be sure enough. You have to work on yourself. We all do, we all do. The other thing that you can also do, uh, I remember you were talking about something today and I thought of that. Oh, because you talk about the graveyard. The other thing is put yourself in that rocking chair. See yourself as you are hundred year old right now and look back into your life. What is your legacy? What what did you do? What you are proud of? What would you do different? And look at what is important. You know, uh, maybe our priorities are completely wrong or they were completely wrong. So, you know, there are so many changes we have to make right now. And there is so much to share and so so many people that needs help and support right now in all areas of their life, that if you have something to contribute, please don't keep it to yourself, share it.
0: Uh, so well said, don't keep it to yourself, share it. I think on that note, I will invite you to share real quick about any of your books or free resources that you want them to know. And these are all going to be linked for you as usual over in the show notes. So you'll want to head over there, check out what Mabel is going to tell you about, but you got a couple books. So just take a moment, Mabel, to share with people, you know, ways that they can connect or anything you want them to know about what you're up to, what you've got going on, your books, resources, sure. any of that. Um, and we'll make sure that everything is is linked in the show notes as well, but Let everyone know what's up. And then I've got one last question for you. Okay.
1: So anyway, you can go to mabelcats.com. That's my website. There are free resources. If you want to know more about Ho'oponopono, there is a free Ho'oponopono video course there and many other uh, free resources too. If you go to the calendar, you will know where I am around the world. I used to travel much more. Now I'm more limited. Yeah. Uh, Because of everything going on. But the calendar, I will have some very virtual events coming up in July. So maybe you are interested. You can find me in uh, social media, Mabel Katz fan page in Facebook, but the rest is just uh, Mabel Katz. You will find
0: me. Terrific. Well, thank you so much. And again, we've got those, um, we've got links to her social media, her website, Um, books and things like that in the show notes. So please do go and check that out there. And last thing I want to ask you as we wrap up here is in light of, you know, having everyone trust themselves as an author and everything that that encompasses that we talked about today, so many different layers, certainly. um, What's the single most important thing you want our listeners walking away with today about this conversation on trusting yourself as an author? Well, just to summarize, yes, it's, love
1: yourself, believe in yourself, be yourself. That's the best gift you can give even your kids, you know, just being yourself, being a happy parent, be a child again.
0: When they say everyone else is taken, be you. <laughs> I've seen that on a bumper yes. sticker or something somewhere. So be yourself. Beautiful. Yes. Mabel, thank you so much. It was so great to thank talk you, with Christine. you after all this time. Yes. Um, really yes. a pleasure. It was,
1: it was, it's always wonderful talking to you, Christine. Thank you so yes, much. Yes,
0: thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, I'm just so grateful that you're here. And grateful that you're one of those authors that is really on this journey of making a difference with your message and really stepping into your full authentic expression in the world as an author. So thank you for being here and listening. We look forward to speaking with you, chatting with you, being with you through the podcast next episode. And in the meantime, of course, write powerfully, everyone. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.